Here's a blessing being back on season by the word. We pray you get a blessing, something you hear from God today. Gonna preach to you out of Luke chapter 16, starting in verse 19, what really matters today. There was a certain rich man. He was robed in purple clothes, purple raiment, and he first summersly. He had it all, he thought, and there was a poor beggar that was under his table that had sores all over him that the dogs licked. And you know what? He ate the crumbs from the rich man's table. But you know what? Both these people died. The angels come and got Lazarus. And you know what? He went to be with the Lord. I'm telling you what the Bible says now. And this wasn't the Lazarus that Jesus rose from the dead on when he was dead four days, this was a different Lazarus now. And then the rich man, who nobody knows who his name is because the Bible don't say his name, he died and he woke up in Hades, what said, which is hell. And you know what? This man had five brothers. And they was a gap uh, between Lazarus and the rich man. And the rich man told Abraham, let me go tell my five brothers about this place called hell and that they don't need to come here. And you know what Abraham told him? They have Moses and the prophets. If they won't believe in them, they won't believe in one come from the dead, he told them. And you know what? When this story first starts with the help of God, Lazarus was looking up at the rich man. Lazarus was eating the crumbs off of the rich man's table. Lazarus wanted what the rich man had, his food. But Lazarus had Jesus. You know what? The rich man didn't want what Lazarus had when this first started. Lazarus was nothing to him. Lazarus didn't have nothing to him. He had it all. He didn't need nothing that Lazarus had. The rich man didn't. But you know what? The other part of the story with the help of God, the rich man looks up the Lazarus, and you know what? He wants what he has. He wants the Jesus that he had. He wants the opportunity to go back and get saved. And you know what? I'm te preaching to you today what really matters. Jesus is all that matters today. A relationship with Jesus Christ is all that matters today. And you know there's going to come one day, the Bible says it's once upon it in man, the death and then the judgment. You know what? The Bible says God's Spirit won't always strive with man. You know what? The day is the day of salvation. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling is what the Word of God says. And you know what? The day you have an opportunity to give your life to Jesus while you have bread. And you give your life to Jesus Christ today. And the Word of God says, that he make old things new. That he throw you sins as far as the east is from west. That you be made a new creature in Christ today. You know what? The rich man had the clothes. The rich man had the, phone, the home. The rich man had the food. But he didn't have Jesus. And you know what? You can be a poor man. And still die and go to hell too. But you know what? Hell is eternal and heaven is eternal today. Life is not a vapor here today and gone tomorrow. This is not everything, praise God. 
This is not eternal. I have a home in heaven waiting on me. Do you have a home in heaven waiting on you? And you know what? When you take your last breath, you're going to stand for God. And the only thing that's going to matter is the blood of Jesus being applied to your sins. You know what? Has the blood been applied? Has the blood washed your sins away? You know what? I told somebody yesterday. I said the blood of Jesus is applied to my heart. You know what? I'm thankful today that the blood of Jesus has been applied to my heart. I'm thankful that the blood of Jesus washed me as white as snow. This minister you hear in the day, he's had times, him and his family, that they had to pray milk through the door. You know what? It always came right on time. We serve our own time God today. You know what? The rich man had to beg for the crumbs while he was on earth. But you know what? He, Lazarus had to beg for the crumbs. The rich man had the big meal. But you know what? Lazarus ain't begging for nothing now. Lazarus sitting with Jesus and eating with him, praise God. You know what? The rich man is in hell is what the Bible says. And you know what? There ain't nothing worth waking up in hell. You know what? That man had five brothers. He wanted to go back and tell them to not come there. He asked Abraham, just give me some water to soothe my tongue. He was thirsty. You know what? In hell, you've been thirsty. You've been hot. You Nation of teeth. Where the worm died not. He's going to be eternal. You ain't going to have no food there. You ain't going to have nothing. You're going to have torment there. Is what you're going to have. But in heaven. You're going to eat the best. You're going to praise the Lord all the day long. You're going to walk up and down the streets of gold. And and jasper. And praise God. If your loved ones go home. Go home before you. You're going to have a mansion that God has made for you, praise God. I'm going to live in a mansion, praise God. You know what? The reason I'm going to live in a mansion is because of what Jesus done for me. And because Jesus Christ came in my heart one day and saved me is the reason I'm going to have a mansion. You know what? You might not have much today, but if you got Jesus... You've got it all today. Do you have a walk and talk with Jesus? Do you have Jesus Christ living inside your heart today? Do you belong to the Master today? Do you belong to Jesus Christ today? Do you live for Jesus Christ today? Is every morning you wake up, your thoughts about Jesus? Lazarus, he had sores over his body. The dogs licked his wounds, his sores. He was in miserable shape on this earth. You know what? The angels come and carried him home. You know what? He don't have no sores no more. You might have sores today. You might have a disability today. You know, 
you might be sick. When you go to heaven, you'll be sick no more. You'll have a perfect body. You'll have a perfect mind. You know what a day that's going to be when we have no more sickness, when we don't have no more pain. Were there no more death? Were there no more tears? Were there no more heartache? You know what? The only way you get there is having a relationship with Jesus. I'm going to tell you this. If you go to hell, you'll have pain. If you go to hell, you'll have heartache. If you go to hell, you'll have tears. You'll cry every day of your life if you go to hell. You'll be in pain all the rest of your life. You'll be in torment the rest of your life. And you'll be able to look up and see your loved ones in heaven. They will not never be able to look down at you. But you'll be able to look up at them and see how good they're doing. They'll never be able to look down and see how bad you're doing. But you'll be able to look up and see how good they're doing. You'll be able to look up at heaven and see how good he is. I think that would be one of the worst parts of hell besides the torment is seeing what you miss. Seeing seeing heaven and not being there. Knowing what you can have. But you know what? You have an opportunity to choose heaven today. The day you're either going to choose heaven or hell today if you're lost in this and this. I pray you choose heaven today. Because heaven's eternal. But you know what? Also, hell's eternal today. You know what? Hell was made for the devils and his angels today. Heaven was made for God's people today. You know what? God made heaven big enough for everybody when he made it. And you know what? He didn't make hell big enough because he wanted everybody to go to heaven. The Bible says hell enlarges daily and so on because people choose to go there and so on. You know how people choose to go there by the actions and the way they're doing and so on. And I'm going to tell you this. The Word of God in Genesis said that God made us in His image. You know what? We don't need to be needing to change, trying to change what God has made. These people today trying to change what God's made. I believe if you try to change what God's made, you're going against God. And you'll pay for it here on this earth and hell one. I believe if you try to change your body appearance today and having these changes in your life and so on, and the four-year-old child might not know what it's doing, but the parents know what it's doing, and so I'm now standing for God for it and so on. And I'm afraid they'll never enter into heaven if they try to change what God's made. God made everything perfect and so on. We, we destroyed the Adam and Eve, they sinned in the garden. And that's when sin come on this earth like never before. But his, the world's getting weaker and weaker. The Bible says that time would get weaker before the Lord would come back and so on. There's been things this year in 2021 that people thought would never happen and so on. Sinful things, not good things. Things that, that are shameful. Things that People would never done 20 years ago because they would have been shamed of it. And you know what would have happened 20 years ago because I ain't saying we had God and leaders because we was God to country. If you would have done them things, they would have threw you out of this country. They would have run you out of this country. You know, in these other countries that are God to countries, if you've done the things that's going on in this country, you've been stoned to death for it. 
You've been killed for it. You've been hung for it. And you've been run out of the country for it in some way. Um, and you know what? God's who we're going to stand for. You know, it don't matter here on this earth. It matters here after and so on. Um, and I'm telling you today, be what God have you. Be don't try to change what God has made in your life and so on. Um, and let God be first in your life today. You know what? Lazarus had wounds all over his body, sores and so on. He was in pain, but he had a relationship with Jesus. The rich man, the dog didn't have to come to his sores. The rich man didn't have to eat crumbs up a Lazarus table. But you know what the rich man had to do? At the end, he had to look up at Lazarus. He had to look up where Lazarus was. And you know what these people that are doing these sinful things that are living in sin, they think they've got it made and gone. They think this is all it's all. But they're going to look up at heaven one day from hell. And they're going to wish today that they've never done the things that they've done in their life. If you, if you wake up in hell one day, you'll regret the day that you was ever born on this earth. You'll regret the day that you ever sinned. You'll regret the day that you've done the things that you're doing right now. But the day you have an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. You have an opportunity to change your ways. You have an opportunity to start walking and talking for Jesus. While you have this day, choose who you will serve. Choose to follow Jesus. And quit doing the sinful things that you're doing. If we ever going to have a godly country again, people's going to have to change their ways. The sinners going to have to change their ways. And the only way they can do that is getting saved by the grace of God. The only way they can do that is giving their life to Jesus and letting God come into their lives. You know what? God still can come into this country and wash it as modest as snow. And you know what? This is what the Bible says. That God would chastise them that he loves, that belong to him. And I believe one time this country belonged to God. I believe one time this country loved God. And that's the reason I'm going to tell you this today. This country is going to be chastised. This whole entire country. And the Bible says it rains on the just and the unjust. And you know what? There's going to be consequences to what's going on in this country. The Bible says sin has a pleasure for a season. You know what? This country thinks it's doing good today. The stock market's good today. Everything's supposed to be good today. This country has not learned one thing he didn't learn nothing in 2001. He didn't learn nothing in 2020. And until he repents and learns what God haven't learned, they're going to be trashies. They're going to be downfall. And, and it's going to happen. Yeah, the stock market might be high. Everybody might be doing pretty good right now. But their consequences coming. I don't know what they are. I pray for this country. I'd ask you to pray for this country as a Christian. I'd ask you to pray that we would get back to God and serving God. I'd ask you that the leaders of this country 
would invite Jesus into the White House and pray at the White House. Easter weekend, they was a Presbyterian preacher that always went to the White House Easter weekend and prayed there. This past Easter weekend, 2021 now, he was not allowed to go pray outside of the White House. You know what? Anybody that wanted to go there Easter weekend should have been allowed to pray on the outside of the White House. It needs Jesus more than it's ever needed. And so on. This country needs Jesus more than it's ever been. And you know what? The leaders of this country might think that they don't need Jesus. But they might be like the rich man one day wake up and say, I wish I never made it here to hell. I wish I could go back and change things. I wish I could go back and warn people. Why this day, why this breath in your body, give your life to Jesus. Why you have breath in your body, turn to Jesus. Why you have breath in your body, do what God's called you to do. Why you have breath in your body, Bible says pray without season. Pray for this country that it be what God have it been. If you don't have a burden for this country and you're a Christian, if what's going on in this country as a Christian it don't pain you today, there's something bad wrong with you. If these people being killed daily, it don't bother you, you need to get the love of God in you. And you know what? If these people, these children, that are coming over here from Mexico. And if that don't pain you, these children having to stay outside all this time and not having a home, you need the love of God in you and so on. And I know that they probably should stay in Mexico, but they're coming here for a safer and better place. And you know what? They need to be fed. They need to be clothed. They need to be washed. They need Jesus, just like I do. They need somebody to care about them, just like I do. They need somebody to help them, just like I do. And you know what? A country that won't help children is in bad shape. I'm going to tell you what the Word of God says about a country that won't help children. It says that it been better than a millstone they have been hung around your head. Then I found one of God's little ones. You know a little child is one of God's little ones today. And I'm telling you about this country today. I'm telling you that the rich man is going to wake up in hell one day. You know what the Bible says in Luke chapter 16? That it's easier for Ivanita to go to a camel than a rich man to enter into heaven today. You know what these people that need your help today? If you got plenty of money, it's your job to help them if you're born again. If you got plenty of money, it's your job to help the local church as your ministry and so on. You know what? You know it's time we do what God's called us to do. You know what? It's time that we pick the people up that needs to be picked up for Jesus. It's time that we wash the people that needs to be washed in the blood of Jesus. It's time that we need to tell people about the blood of Jesus and what it can do for them. You know what? There's plenty of preachers in Texas. They need to be there when they come across the border telling these kids, find Jesus. 
give your life to Jesus and they need to take them to the church. They got big churches in Texas and so on and they got bathrooms in their churches. They got uh, showers in their churches and they need to let them stay there with the help of God. They shouldn't be took to a place and have to lay on the floor on a mat and so on. I would hate to have to lay on a mat today if I was a little child myself. But you know what? If we don't do what God's called us to do, it's better to have a millstone hung around our head and threw in the deepest sea today. I'm afraid that God's going to throw a millstone around this country one day and throw it into the sea. I'm afraid that there's going to be consequences to the sin that this country is doing today. What, what's going on in this country today? It just ain't affecting grown-ups. It's affecting four-year-old children. It's affecting kids that are coming from Mexico. It's affecting children. You know what? The grown-ups, we choose what we do. We have enough sense to choose what we can do unless there's something mainly wrong with us. But you know what? These children that don't have the sense to choose the best for them. And that's the reason they need to have family members in a country that choose the best for them. You know what? I have dear friends, Anita Landrum. She has a son named Jeffrey. Jeffrey can't leave the house unless they go around and just sit in the parking lot and bring them to Baptist Church. Anita and her husband they take the best of care of Jeffrey. Anita don't go out of the house much. They make the best decisions for Jeffrey. They love Jeffrey. They love Jeff. You know what? We need some parents in this country and make the best decision for their children. We need a country with leaders that make godly decisions for children. So. I'm going to tell you what type of country we have today. We don't have a country that makes the best decisions for children. We don't have a country that makes good decisions for other children. You know what? We're going to pay for it. We're going to pay hard for it. We're going to be judged. The Bible says we've been judged. And the leaders of this country are going to stand for God for the decisions that they have made for the children. They might not stand there for the decisions they make for me and you as grown-ups, but they'll stand there for the decisions that they make for little kids, and I'd hate to be them. You know what? I'm going to stand there for the decisions that I make for me and the ministry that God's called me to do. Any position that God puts us in will stand for God for what we done with that position. And you know what? He'd have been by the grace of God that we get into heaven. The rich man, he could have done great things with what God blessed him with. But you know what? He thought there wasn't going to be no end of time. He thought this was all it was. And he had five brothers. You know what? He didn't teach his brothers about Jesus because he asked Abraham, he go back and tell his five brothers about the place. And Abraham's response was, they have Mo he has Moses and the prophets. If he won't believe them, won't believe one come back from the dead. 
You know what? God's blessed us with ministers today. They tell you what the Bible says. They preach the Bible to you. And if you won't believe a minister, according to this Bible chapter, you won't believe one if they come back from the dead. If you don't believe me today, you won't believe somebody come back from the dead, is what the Bible says. Because I'm a man of God. I'm a sinner saved by the grace of God. I love the Lord. I do my best to tell you what God had me tell you. What God wants me to tell you today. He's coming, he's coming back after church spotless and blameless. Being ready to make Jesus. And don't rely on other people to make decisions for you. Because they'll probably make bad decisions for you. Make the best decisions that you can for yourself and your family. And if God's blessed you with children, do the best to make the right decisions for your children. Do your best to lead your children to Jesus. Do your best to let your children see you serving God. Do your best to show your children Jesus. And I'm going to tell you this, don't let your children or four-year-old make any decision in their lives. No four-year-old needs to make no decision in their life. And you know what? You, you, the only decision that we need to make really in our lives is getting saved by the grace of God. That's the only good decision that we'll ever make. The other decisions really don't really matter unless they sin. God wants us to make God the decisions today. God don't want us to try to change what he's made. He made us in his image. You know what? He made us the right way. He made me a man. He made my friend here a man. If you're a woman today and you're listening to this, he made you a woman. You need to stay a man. You need to stay a woman if he made you a woman. You need to stay what God made you to be. And you need to be what God has called you to be. If you're lost today, God sent his son that everybody could get saved. He, he wants everybody to be saved. He wants you to be saved today. Being saved by the grace of God today. If you're a Christian today, God wants us to be more like him today. God wants us to love people more. And God wants us to pray more for this country. Used to, a long time ago, people had prayer meetings for the country, the church did. That might be why we went in the wrong way. We quit having prayer meetings. It's time we get back prayer meetings. If it's just two or three people praying at one time, I think it'd been good just ministers open the church doors and sit there for two or three hours during the day or once a week, every day or once a week, and let people come in and pray for the country in their church. Pray that God send revival. Pray God's will be done in this country. He's going to take crying out to God if this country ever going to turn back to him. He's going to take us as Christians crying out to God. And you know what? I have a flag sitting outside my house here. The place of allegiance I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, one nation under God, 
for liberty and freedom for all. You know what? We need to get back under one nation under God. Liberty and justice and freedom for all. You know what? There ain't no justice in this country today. There ain't no liberty and freedom for God today. You know what? There ain't no one nation under God no more. And unless we get back to God, there ain't going to be no America no more. You know what? It's time we get back to God. It's time we get back to placing the legions of the flag. It's time we get back to praying. It's get time we get back to living for God. It's time that we get back to being Christ-like today. You know what? This day and time we live in on TV, every commercial's got cussing in it. Every TV show's got cussing in it. You know what? That is not what God wants. That is not what God made. God, God, every computer, you can get bad things on it if you want to and so on. God wants us to have godly things in our lives. You know what? It's time we stand for Jesus. It's time we stand for the flag of the United States. It's time we stand for our rights. You know what? It's time that we stand up for Jesus and say, I'm a Christian. I'm proud to be a Christian. I love Jesus Christ with all my heart, and I serve God to the best of my ability. I'm born again. I'm on my way to heaven. I've been saved by the grace of God. If you need prayer, come at 606-508-4042. Write me at 332 Stevens Road, Manchester, 49962. Write us on Facebook, Jason Root. May God bless you.